0: And here they
1: come, Loud, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonald, Rose, Smith, Blood, and Mean.
0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Loud and Proud podcast, episode 99. I hope that um, shortened intro didn't catch on the hop. It's one of the number of steps I've taken in following all the survey filler errors in uh, the forms online and then huge reaction to the Instagram and um, survey as well, I put it up there on, must be Friday or Thursday or Friday, one of those days. And a massive, massive feedback. Um, really grateful for it and um, it's going to make it better. So things are starting to change and turn around on Loud and Proud and just at the right time because with a positive bit of positivity, uh, I was probably one of the main kind of non-believers, I suppose, that we'd have football this year. But tomorrow, the 8th of June, some whoever whatever clubs have dedicated walking tracks, they'll be able to they'll be able to they'll be able to be used tomorrow tomorrow. Then the 29th of June, 28th of June, we'll be all back training again in groups of ten or ten to fifteen. So that'll be amazing as well. So that's something to look forward. To. An actual date which is crazy to actually have, considering all the uncertainty we have had, to have an actual date is unreal. And then you're looking at 20th of July. You're back doing the full training, and all with a, with all these restri- uh, restrictions. Of course, like um, temperature taken, um, forms filled out beforehand and after. So you're going to clubs are going to need COVID supervisors. So I don't know how that's going to work. Some clubs find it hard to get anyone to do anything, and then. How will that affect the person doing it? Who does it? Is it going to be a single person who lives on their own, or is it like going to be a person with family? Um, are they going to risk bringing that home being the designated designated COVID supervisor taking temperatures and being up at close hand with with a mass bulk of players? I don't know how that's going to work. Um, that might be it. Might be the norm. It might just it might be against the norm at the start, but then I suppose. That' will just get on with it and maybe they won't do it then the guidelines is, is slacking off a bit you can see some clubs not doing it for example maybe they might bother then they might do it the first week with the novelty soon wear off and they won't do it I don't know that's that's a grey area um. but looking at, looking ahead then you have the championship well the league will be starting I know I've tweeted out that we could have, will have no relegation in the league, but I'm hearing that there may well be relegation in the league, one up, one down, with star games during the uh, during the county season when that starts in October. But you're looking at a club finals in October the 11th, and the senior or the inter county game starts October the 17th. That'll be fairly good. That will be amazing. Now I know there's 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 maybe lads working on the front line. That uh, might be a question, well, I, can I go back here? What's the crack? Like, will I be able to go back training like guards and nurses and doctors? And then even just general HSC employees, can they can they just go and say, can they qualify it that I can play football here? Considering there is a pandemic still ongoing. I don't know. The services are still going to be there. Um, You'd like to think that clubs won't put any pressure on lads. Maybe that's why there might be no relegation in the league. Gives lads loads of Kind of freedom, not to play and and not to risk it. But then there's a championship there, and it looks like it's going to be an eight window, eight a week window for a championship, which will be played right off, no interruptions, no league in between. Which for, for me, I think, is amazing. It's going to be, it will be, it'll be amazing for myself, even in terms of like hyping the thing up and looking at it and getting interested in it and then there's all the dynamics of a team going eight week run and some team could catch fire at the right time injuries could strike down a team at the wrong time but you're looking at the first three weekends of uh, group games then quarter final straight into quarter final then a week break for the semi a week break for the final uh, so it'll be very very it'll be really really exciting like it's going to be epic if it if, if it plays off like that it be very exciting Uh, I, i'm i looking forward to it as well Um, as a player as well like the, the chance of knowing that you have a set calendar there'll be no interruptions there's going to be you know when to plan around it you know when to even you have time now to Get the fitness up for that. It's eight weeks till the championship. I'll put it out there again. It's eight weeks till the championship. Um, Going uh, gonna to give me long buddy Jimmy Murray a buzz. Uh, he's a good man to bounce a few things off. Uh, so, yeah, I'll give him a buzz and see what he answered. We'll have a chat about all this opening up and walking on the front line and what have you. So, yeah, I'll give, give Jimmy a ring, see what the crack is. Hopefully he'll answer. Hello. Well, Jimmy.
1: i the man, how are you? Good, good, good. What's the crack? All good, I'll quit.
0: Are you working now?
1: I'm in now tonight at seven bells, would you believe.
0: Right, right.
1: Seven to seven.
0: How How's it How's it been going working on the front line?
1: Yeah, the, to, to be honest, it should have just continued as normal for us, Dan. Like, we, I think, it was, when Shetland finished up on the Friday, we were back, I think, on the Monday or Tuesday, and we were told that Basically, we were doing six ten-hour shifts, and they changed it from six ten-hour shifts to four twelve-hour shifts. Oh right, so, right, right. But you, you couldn't have, you could have, you couldn't have pre- been prepared for what was what was coming. Like you know, the fact that we had never experienced that like this, you know.
0: Yeah, you're you're a guard in Ashburn, and come here. What what? Like it was scary at the start. and like, I know it's all kind of eased up now. We will. I get. I want to ask you about the opening up of the. Club fixes were scary to start i would say. Like at the time those guards getting spat on and everything.
1: Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I didn't experience that now in Ashburn, but our big worry coming back was, you know, especially when you're walking in big units, you are you are always fearful of not essentially the people you're working with, but people outside of work. Like for example, my parents would both be fall into the high risk category, so that was a big worry uh especially when you're walking in big groups and you're going home but like we basically came back into work and we were doing checkpoints um you were dealing with people constantly but obviously you were keeping your distance and we got a great reception from the people around ashburn and they kind of knew that the the measures that we've been taking were to protect the more susceptible uh, areas in, in society like you know the older people and stuff but Look, we um, we didn't have too much trouble in terms of the lads spitting on us, you know. Thanks to the gods, <laughs> I would probably have, would have laughed. ahead. you would have
0: sorted them out anyway. Nah, right. I would have tried with, with, a bit, with a little bit of backup. <laughs> um, got them in the cell or something. Come here. Are you? Uh, what's the story? Are you fit? Then are you fit for this next de- next debut? Or did you make oh, that debut already? I played two. Uh, Two games in
1: some flood competition at the start, um, and then we we're kind of getting going, and things are kind of brought to an abrupt end. But I came around really, Daniel. That um, my wife's cousins playing with the Knicks, Johnny and Aiden Carter and Brian. Aiden's not playing anymore. Uh, he was injured more times than me over the last <laughs> few years of his career. But uh, he rang me last year. Johnny and was asking me what I what I play and. I think he was kind of saying to me that in a nice way that you're, <laughs> you're seeing your days are coming to an end, so <laughs> stop and messing and I come up here and give us a dig out for the next couple of years, so I made it my business to join them, and I was enjoying it, you know what I mean, they're, they're a great bunch of lads, it's, obviously it's completely, you know, at the opposite end of the spectrum, you're leaving the county champions the last three years, you know, the most successful team in Laird L- Gaelic history, and going to the Knicks who also have their own history but just at, at the moment it was yeah, just Yeah, yeah. it, it was chalk and shocking I really was enjoying it. and great fans are great bunch of lads and then lo and behold the coronavirus landed and I'd say he thinks, might be back
0: after this coronavirus he might
1: get he might or he, get, he he, might he, get he, itchy he, but get he spotted itchy. training in Phillips was he wow. <laughs> he didn't he didn't train when he was playing and he, and he was good as well
0: <laughs> yeah he was he was he was on that um I remember chatting, I went in the stag with Aidan, we got on very well, We, uh, he was telling me, I remember on playing, he started calling it back in that All-Ireland B final, nowhere. It was nowhere it's Tipperary, was yeah, it? Yeah, no, it, it was in the slow in Galway. No, was it against Tipperary or was it Clare? It was Clare, it was Clare, yeah, well, what? I knew it wasn't Tip, but yeah. You're a brave man to question your learned knowledge But yeah, no, Aidan might be back after this, race. Yeah. And uh but the Knicks are doing good work, like I just see it on Twitter and that there and the they Billboard's up and draw it as well. No, I think they're like it's about time that the county board has supported them and got like there's great potential up there as well, I'm trying to say I suppose. Oh whatever
1: well, if you look at the catch from the area yeah. it's absolutely it, it's it's as big of if not bigger than the blues catch area. I know you'll probably start flagging us in the blues pulling players. <laughs> here there and everywhere but I'm nipping you in the bud before you get the joking you
0: always but, would you always
1: would get in there <laughs> first <laughs> first yeah um, but they've a huge catchment area they were the first team in draw that I've seen with ads up on billboards they're in Georgia Street they're a full yeah. they've done a draw of Christmas for uh, a trip to Lapland and the advertisement they've, they've a young they've a young committee they like at Desi McDonald Eddie yeah, right, Gates Eddie Carr's involved you know they're all young and they, they all want to Improve the club. They're after building a new clubhouse, so things are definitely going in the in the right direction, you know. And please God, I can uh, give them a dig out on the field with the junior team and hopefully improve them, you know.
0: Was Desi mad you left the Blues? Was he giving out to you?
1: Oh, well, he. Did he my just, mom, des, Desi, did he disown Desi, yeah. well, Desi, Desi played with the Warriors on the rage. Then he played with the Rattleys, and then he joined the Blues. So I had I had a little ream lined up. I said, "This look, there's that I'm gonna I'm gonna roll this off the tongue." Now he probably would have flattened me, but um, no, he didn't say much. He kind of just said, "Look, I was after giving the Blues 15 years, you know, um, that claims the Blues made me senior debut in 2004. Granted, the last couple of years have been difficult with injury and whatnot, but I had some great memories. I won a lot of medals, whether it was league medals, Cardinal O'Donnell's championships. So look, I." No complaints, and I just said, look, we'll start a new chapter. And when you get to the point, like, you're playing a the th- the team there, for me to feature in the Blues team at the minute and the last couple of years, I would, ha- I would have to stay fifth for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. You and, know? The, and the
0: rest of it, all the, the stuff that goes in behind the scenes, and getting yourself even right now.
1: Exactly, but I think I think at, at the moment, I just felt that I could offer the Knicks something going forward and improve them. And there was the added bonus there that my cousin Johnny and Brian were still playing. And my mum and Johnny's mum, Miriam, Lord of so would have been very close as well. So we've always had that connection. So they're sisters. So I said, look, I'll go up and give it a lashing. So we'll see how it pans out. We, the things are looking a little bit brighter from the yesterday's uh, newscast. So we might be able to get back out on the field in the coming months, you know. Are
0: you, are you guaranteeing them a, a junior championship?
1: No. 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 no guarantees, no. I say that fucking take a listen to me already about, but um, I'll look if I can improve them. Um, definitely not as mobile as it was. I, I, mind, you, yeah. mind you, when I was playing with the Blues, I used to just run in straight lines anyway. So. Yeah, that's right. You're
0: a great man coming
1: on to the ball. No. <laughs> You're bollocks. You. The fella says that in Liverpool
0: I remember the first day. I remember the first day you landed in college in Liverpool with me. I do. I
1: do. No, I remember you're, you're well because you're so aware. we had won. We had beaten Ballatallu on the Sunday in the Clans pitch in two thousand and four. Brian Trevor O'Brien had a chance later on, but uh, yeah, we did. We we beat on the Sunday in the Clans. Had a unmerciful session, and I flew out. Monday morning to start yeah, my a, degree in Liverpool Hope University. So, just when I look back, actually we were only just only kids. Like you know, yeah. I was only eighteen. Yeah. I, I'd never been, i never even had a night out in Dublin in City Centre, and I was know. going to one of the busiest, the busiest cities in England. Like you know, yeah,
0: yeah. And it, it, and I know it's a great soccer city and what have you, but it was very good with the Gaelic as well. It was like, yeah, it was I huge. it's gone, it's gone bigger even now since we left. Probably because we left. <laughs> But
1: um, we You're football. looking at like a lot of a lot of the people we were palli with in Liverpool hope, they were all either Irish. Yeah. Off, from the from the north, you know, and they all had a massive interest in gaming football. I think as soon as the people
0: got turned eighteen in Donegal they just went straight <laughs> straight to the airport. <laughs> you
1: know, they were loaded on the buses. <laughs> right now, lads, away to go over get <laughs> you know, over there to hope. Come here, but that. And, and the standard was good as well, like the like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. John Devine, the goalkeeper. He was playing with John Moores. We had Colin McFadden, who was playing with Donny Gog. Yeah. We didn't see too much from him. He, he, he was an excellent player when he decided to show up for us.
0: Do you remember but, him? Do you remember him in training? I know he trained. He trained probably the week before, but I still remember him training. Do you remember? I him? do.
1: I, before I do I say, before the before the British Championships. I do remember training. Yeah, and I, I remember his, his sheer power. We used to call him the dragon, am I
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for other, that's for extra curricular activities I think. But he was he was serious. I, I always remember that. Like you take a foot pass off him and he would like lift you out of it. And he like this could be a thirty metre foot pass across the field. And it would still yeah. have that much power hit it'd like blow the chest off you. Yeah, and I I'm at glad the you remember that as well. What? I'm glad you remember that, it's not
1: just me. <laughs> yeah, I did remember. Shit, but but at the at the time at the time Donegal probably went gone as well. You know. No, they, were, they, was, were,
0: they were the height of the, they were, There was the height of the boys On the beer and the tractors to the village and all that crap.
1: Like and then like I suppose the Donegal team then they started only coming right then around 2006, and at that time Loud was so strong as well. Uh, Leit got them in the in the Division Two replay. Like you know. Yeah, but,
0: that, is that why McFadden wasn't playing that game? he must have been yeah. he must
1: have been he was doing a PGCE over in Liverpool but uh, I look I, I didn't get to know him that well but Jesus just to, to, to play him and, and see how good he was you like, tried hard enough to get to know him to be, in fairness very hard yeah a difficult and, individual you'd be a long time trying to get to the bottom of him, but he was, uh, uh, he, was, he, good, was no, he was
0: a good lad like, he was sound he, I always. He, he, I would have time for him he was yeah he was some footballer but he, they went on and won the, 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 the Division 1 league the following year Ten seven, yeah. and Widrow was on it. Peter Widrow was on it, and our team, Garrett Another absolute absolute unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other footballers that went on since
1: although were there. There was a massive influx of Manhattan footballers, and <coughs> yeah. uh, and Donny Now a lot of good club footballers. There was a good. There was a few from Mahara Clun that were playing with John Moores, yeah. With a few from Blaney just you know. we, we we were we were kind of the outcast, the few the few lads from Loud, myself, yourself, Colin Hanlon, Craig on yeah, gone. yeah. <laughs> against the Northern Brigade.
0: We were called Mexicans at the time. I didn't know why. I didn't know what We happened. were
1: co- constant bullying.
0: I didn't know what half of them even. I didn't even know what that meant. No, Jim. I remember that. I remember speaking of college. I remember you playing again down, having a storm again down. But the reason that, the reason I remember it was for a down man we were we were playing the Plunkets. uh oh, it, it was a Shielding Cup game. It was eleven o'clock on a Sunday morning. And oh one, right. It was one of the or ACC Cup probably at the time. I think we were playing the Plunkets. I'm not sure whether a Collie was playing. He probably he can tweet and let me know. Or WhatsApp me, Collie. I know you're listening.
1: <laughs> but yeah. uh,
0: Midlaid was down to one... credit the same man. <laughs> By the hair gel, so you would though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we were playing. And I, I Mcleod was down. James Mcleod down, down man. And he was uh, he was in college. He was, he was down watching, watching. He said, "Oh, sure, come down and watch you play beforehand." Right. And he, so he was on the bank with the father and Colin, and I. I thought, all right, will have to put on a show here, and I ended up being absolutely dreadful. I was roasted. I was. I wasn't even roasted. I was just brutal. I couldn't do anything right, and I was compounded where. I knew he was looking at me, thinking and I was overthinking him, thinking about how shite I was and how shite loud, yeah. loud football was. And <laughs> the, mo- the more the game went on, I, wa- I wanted to get taken off. Uh, Fucking, it wouldn't even take me off. If I was that bad. But uh, <laughs> I, uh,
1: and I you thinking, off, but yeah.
0: And then I was thinking, Jesus Christ, Jimmy's playing in loud, and I can't even, I can't even be taken off.
1: But I a yeah.
0: hell of a game
1: that day. I'll always remember that in, in Drada. Yeah, that was the that was the first the national first national league. Um, no actually we we lost against Limerick and I was injured the first game I didn't play in the league and then the second game was a home game against Down and Drada and we actually played exceptionally well and we came away I think we lost by a point. I remember feeling dejected. Yeah, and, yeah, that's yeah, right. And to come and to compare matters, Charlie McGall to Lord of Merritt Awarded me with some voucher, a man of the match voucher. And I was like, "What the fuck am I getting, man of the match?" we'll We're after losing, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it it always takes away from the fact that you like will Yeah. It's irrespective if you play well and you know and 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 win, but if you play well and lose, it's just you know. Did you
0: Did you come on that game? You didn't stand against down that game. No, I, I started the, the league game against oh, them, yeah. Well, maybe I knew then, yeah. Maybe that's how yeah.
1: you were playing. Um, but
0: were was on the night before the Limerick game, wasn't
1: it? That was the 2007, yeah, after Loud. Do you remember the trilogy, the three games against Wicklow? Yeah,
0: yeah. That and
1: know. then, yeah, Loud got through then and they played Wexford. And myself and Carmel Grounds were above in the Paddy Power copper box with one tickets and we half jad watching the game and Loud got beaten anyway and then the whole rigmarole of certain oh, players, players leaving the panel. So, so there was a few of us that were on the twenty panel, so we were drafted in. But the following week my twenty first was on, or two weeks later, I think, on the Friday. So I didn't have a drink at my twenty first.
0: I remember that. Yeah. You still, still sang, you still
1: saying? Yeah, and then myself <laughs> and Desi Finnegan. Desi Finnegan drove down on the Saturday morning. I think he'd walk commitment or something. We drove down and uh, I was brought on late into the second half. The game went into extra time. Then Mark Stansfield kicked the winner, and then we drew Kildare in the next game. Uh, that was a Newbridge. Yeah, yeah. That was Mick Fanning game. had the best game. Uh, Mick Fanning, I remember Judge scored two or three points in play. Um, oh, everyone stepped up. James Fanning never gave John Doyle the kick of the ball at day. He did it again in he 2010. Was,
0: yeah,
1: he did it again, he's right. Do you, uh, uh,
0: do you? Is that the one where you're kissing judge on the front of the, is that, where's that, is that the Limerick game? That was the Limerick game, yeah, yeah. I wasn't at that game, obviously I was dying after, uh, after the first yeah, we were back to your house then we were back to Hanlon's house. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, so actually,
1: yeah, it look, it, it, you, looking back, and, you know, it, it was, I was never going to drink once, I knew I, I could have featured at some stage of the game, like, you know, it, just, it, was, it was just unfortunate the way it fell, but, Lo and behold, beat Kildare and then get Cork, I think, in the last was it the last thirty two of the All Ireland?
0: Last twelve. Sorry,
1: lad, if you get Drew Cork then in the last twelve of the All Ireland. Yeah, yeah, we went that one in the All Ireland quarterfinals, yeah, yeah.
0: That was it. That and was so and, and,
1: and, and push uh Cork to the pinnacle call, yeah. I think Cork won by two points. Yeah. Um was long, around that time I was in the of and Temple so things were becoming a, a little bit more difficult because I was a lazy bastard when it came to driving, so I never bothered me whole driving. So Did you know I, I was fine? All right, because
0: really? oh, I, I remember walking with you that time before you went
1: to, uh, to Templemore. Oh, sure. For the four, six months in Templemore, I was scabbing lifts off on him. Said, Where are you heading? To Kilkenny. Lovely. That's <laughs> nearly <on the laughs> <laughs> <there. laughs> I'll make it to Templemore. Then. But I remember after the Cork game, I swapped there with Andrew Lynch because there was a fella living next door to me in Templemore called. Donny Collins, and he was hardcore cock.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, cock to the bitter end, and I gave him the jersey the next day. And his always just brightened up you i know, delighted. But yeah, uh, he was so fun, yeah great, great, brilliant memories, brilliant memories. Um, it's just unfortunate. I, two thousand played a lot, played all the league games two thousand eight, and featured as a sub against Dublin. Um, but then we drew Tyrone in the yeah, qualifiers yeah, and draw Yeah, yeah. Didn't even get to go on a run. Oh nine. I had two groin operations, and um, you were in college with me, Jim.
0: I was a good influence on you, and not the other way around. You're you used to fly home every weekend to
1: play with loud. The two the two years under twenty one. The first year I was two thousand were kind of coming to the end over in Liverpool, and there was never any issues. Aim McInnery was the manager at the time, and he says to Catherine, "She's a travel agent. To get the flights home, go uh, home for the tours day, even if we had the game on the Sunday." But I remember we played Le- we best Wicklow in the first round in Drogheda and then we played Leaf in the dark and I was an absolute stinker. I was marking Noel Donnell and I spent the whole half the first half I was playing half out yeah, chasing him yeah. up the field and I got the Coley finger at half time. He was good though, in
0: fairness now. He went on. Yeah, he did yeah, he? He has that dream like, moment was, for that uh, yeah. that's him isn't it the Dan. Do it for Dan.
1: Yeah. And the following uh the following year, fucking ground all day. Who did we draw again? Leash, Leash. in Port Leash. In Leash. Yeah. And that that was a different uh, scale altogether. We played so well and came away losing by a point. Leash beat Offley in the semi final. Beat uh, Moex in the Leinster yeah. final. I think they might have got that in an All Ireland final. No, I I say on. we if we get over Leash that day, we could have won a Leicester. but you know, I know. Should have would have could have. I
0: know that was a that was a great game. You played well that day too.
1: Merited. I was marking Merited. Brian, he went to Australia after that, yeah. and I fucked off back to Templemore. Oh, March, March along the temperament, him over getting paid in Australia.
0: So how long are you a guard now at this stage?
1: Um, I'm a guard uh, 11 years, oh, would you believe? Right, right, I
0: didn't know it was that long, that's mad, Jim. That is
1: mad.
0: Yeah. Is it, is it your is it, is it your fault that, you, that Andy's a guard, Jim?
1: He followed you. Followed oh, you. you, followed
0: you your, your influence on him.
1: That wouldn't be my fault. He just wasn't going to be a farmer like the other. But uh, well, yeah, he's afraid, to get, hands,
0: afraid to get his hands. dirty. Is that what you're saying?
1: No comment. Taking <laughs> the Fifth Amendment on that one. But uh <laughs> I don't <know> that <laughs> Yeah, yeah googling. You, you do a lot of googling in your job. You couldn't know that much. You couldn't know that much about Liverpool without doing a bit of googling. But, about,
0: it. about the Fifth Amendment.
1: We're the Fifth Amendment. But uh yeah, Andy
0: joined the job a couple of years ago and uh he's stationed up in Dublin. He's a big city boy, but um I be very of and great memories of him. He's been an excellent footballer for the Blues since he joined. A lot of that a lot of that minor team for the Blues went on and did good things as well. I remember I counted up, was it eight of that team won Joe Awards, numerous Joe Awards. I
1: saying? think we from two thousand and four I think Cost, we were beaten by so. a ser- we were beaten by a certain team in two thousand and five in the final. You'll know who they are. Martha Carangus and I think oh, yeah, there could have been I think there could have been eight or nine miners from the year before that played. Uh, I named them myself, Column Judge, Cormac Reynolds, Emmett Judge, Noel Costlow, yeah. Craig On, Stephen Moon, McGinn. Yeah. I don't think I forgot anyone. Craig, I think that's from oh, Was Craig Owen, no? Yeah, I named Craig, yeah. I think Craig might have come on. But that's... Like, if you look... The, the Plunkers had won it the year before and they, they kind of struggled to get players through. Whereas we were getting eight, nine lads. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So it was unheard of. And it hasn't happened since. Like, like the Geraldins have won numerous and they've had a little bit of success. But they didn't bring that many players through at the one time, you know?
0: No, no. They, they probably would have... I did it. I'd say the problem they still have a bulk of that team at the moment They're probably the, the problem they had was <coughs>
1: excuse
0: me they, they came in at intermediate yeah an intermediate level and it, it, took them, it took them a while to win that intermediate championship
1: Like, oh yeah but look a, it, but it, even, it even took like, although the Blues got to the final <coughs> in '05 5 with, with the, that young crop of players it still was 2008 until we yeah, went and yeah. actually got over the line like, I don't remember the, that one either. <laughs> the, actually, the following year, uh, the Joe was better than the replay. Um, yeah. Stephen made a lot of mess, and he was some driving force for that Joe's that game. Was so, that was that was some. That was a great game. Those
0: two games. Both games. <clears throat> yeah. Both, game. both the, fu-
1: later. The, the first game, the Joe should have won. Away. There was an incident at the end where a <laughs> fella went to palm, palm the ball into net. And he hand passed into net and oh, right, went to a yeah. draw. And the following game, Jesus, I remember Barry yeah. Kelly scored two goals in the first half, and the Blues were winning by eight or nine points. Yeah, and they still came back. the Joes come back, and absolutely, it was a complete onslaught the second half, and we just we lost grips of the game, and they went on to beat the Pats of over the Clans um, in an absolute bug.
0: Yeah, yeah, really wet
1: day. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, Mulligan was brilliant that day.
1: He was indeed. He came, Mulligan, he came
0: from nowhere that season. Keen Smith as well. Martin (laughs) Farley. Yeah, two boys in the middle, him and Melian No, it wasn't and him in the middle of the field No, Melian was in the field
1: played as a sweeper, I think, at the time Yeah, ahead of his time, nearly Yeah, class
0: And what then, 2013 you won as well, wasn't it? Well,
1: 2011 we were betting a replay Yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, The Paddy Keenan show the first day in Lauderdale He he was brilliant And then we went and played them above and down the hill
0: Right beforehand?
1: beforehand and yeah we were just sec- we were second best that day and to patch them down the and then 2013 we we got our uh, we got a revenge they were going for three in a row we uh, Stephen Moon kicked a 50 in injury time in Cassid Belling to force the replay and oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we beat them in a the replay the following Friday in Hagerstown yeah. John ball had a
0: really good game that day on Keaton
1: but if you if you look at it they they were going for three in a row. We managed yeah, to beat yeah. them and beat Cooley in the final, two thousand and thirteen And then the Pats went on and won another two. Yeah, yeah. So you you could have been looking at a five in a row team there yeah. by 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 a margin. But luckily we um, we we managed to beat them that day in Hagerstown and like it, it just shows you how, how how good of a team they were. They they won it in two thousand and fourteen. A lot of mess and lost his life, an absolute gentleman. And then to come out and win it the next year. Yeah, yeah. Like that takes some balls. And they were the they were the I I don't mind saying this, they were the hardest fucking team to play against. Even when the Blues played exceptionally well in the pack.
0: Yeah.
1: You always had to grind your result. Out. Yeah. And 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 occasionally you play exceptionally well and you'd lose because they'd never they'd never give you an inch. You even know? in the league,
0: even in the league. You know, it was yeah. like oh, it's like a dog fight. You knew you were going into a dog fight.
1: But they were good. Yeah. They were oh, good
0: dog fights
1: too, in a way. Oh yeah, of course. Like, the, 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 like if you look at the three teams that dominated since two thousand, the Blues, Cullen, and the Pats. The Pats Blues game and probably the Pats Cullen games were always nitty gritty. Whereas in the Blues take Cullen, it was just free flowing was, champagne flow. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a la, it, was, it was just open, looking teasing. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> what the fuck's in my throat? It is. The little wispy thing the <coughs> ah. yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm getting Corona live here. Oh, James. But yeah, they're a hell of an outfit to wear. To wear, in fairness, they're a hell of an outfit. Yeah. But, is it, is, but that, would you rate the, the, this team as good? This new Blues team? The,
1: the, the current Blues team now? Yeah. It's yeah. very, very hard to distinguish which teams are better. Like,
0: like that like yeah. It's similar to, it similar to your Like that team used to come in You used have an awful lot of minors They're the same the, A lot of that A lot of them boys All played minor together Like on Downey Oh yeah and, they, um, won two,
1: they won two Minor championships and, and some of them Got to a third minor Final yeah.
0: yeah
1: Yeah But Look I suppose From a personal perspective 2008 I only came on As a sub against ourselves Because I was injured 2000, 2013 I had a clear run And you know It was brilliant And um, but they're all brilliant teams. But like, but what the Blues have done the last couple of years to win to win three on the bench, like you know, yeah. is phenomenal. So very it, hard and, to
0: do and grind their yeah. results, like yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: But uh, I, su- I suppose w- winning winning championships, which I made for like uh, all the best players I grew up with and and played with over that, a lot of them were my best friends, like you know, and that even makes it more special, like you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, Column, Hugh McGinn, what McGinn done in the senior final in two thousand eight, scoring nine points. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, like what Column has done the last couple of years. He he's he's reinvented a sweeper role, like one of the most consistent corner forwards the last while. Yeah, I remember talking to
0: I remember talking to Smiley before that, before the first yeah. was it the first senior final? I don't know whether it was before the Gales or whether it was before the first Martins final about that. Yeah. Uh, Smiley's good friend of yours as well. He he was at the helm too.
1: Yeah, gentlemen. He couldn't squeeze in
0: though. He couldn't get you into the team.
1: <laughs> on occasion, he had a tendency to play a lot more of the league games. But um, he uh, Smiley just as a manager just kept it simple. You know, simple instructions. The training was good. The atmosphere was good, and that reflected on the pitch. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, excellent manager. Um,
0: a fucking rogue, but an to man. Yeah, yeah. John said that in the glory days, like he was, he used to. Smiley used to be the lad that would be up to the up to no good during the season. Yeah. when he was a player. And then yeah. Yeah, he's he was trying to get the get the lads not to go on the beer, but he knew he knows the crack, and he knows the club yeah, as well. Like you have outside yeah. managers that don't know the lay of the land.
1: Land, but then you you see people clubs throughout the country, and they're paying twenty or thirty thousand for these managers. You know, with, with so-called proven track records, if if you can back a fella who you think is going to do a job for in your club, then why not go for? Him?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, the amount of, the amount of teams and Laird especially that have paid top dollar for outside managers, and and half the fuckers are gone. Yeah, yeah. Before the years out. Yeah. Like the Blues back Smiley. He had all of his all of his uh, success that came in women's football albeit with the Blues he won a junior intermediate and a senior with the Blues ladies then won in all
0: Ireland with the loud ladies the Blues took a chance at them and the rest is history yeah I know it's a risk to take what, what's going to happen to all those outside managers now with this COVID I don't know like, I it? know it's opening up but like it's going to be tra- yeah. t- 10 training and only like allowed 10 training at a time and what are you going to do, split the sessions so it'll be
1: Managing yeah well look that. i i I can, I can imagine I can imagine some some clubs have, will have the attitude of that will they'll, they'll, they'll try and bend the rules a small bit you know in order to try and be more successful and things go back but at the end of the day, like what's not to, what's not to say there's not another second wave, on it, we don't know yeah, yeah. we're living in that much uncertainty at the minute, but geez, people will get some lift if get, if like gets back. Whether it be not go for three months or a league
0: format or whatever they can do, people just want to be playing football. Yeah. People want to have normal lives again. You know. Yeah. I was just saying it there. Uh, even the fact that we have a date, like an actual date, where we can do something, is mad. Like it's it's brilliant. And and like an eight a, a, like a, an eight week run of a championship would be unreal as well.
1: Like yeah, it would be it would be constant.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even in terms of hyping the thing up. Talking about it for myself and, and and then actually playing in it as well would be brilliant because you know you have your games. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happens if a lad gets COVID. I don't know what way that works. Wipe? Does it wipe out a team? Does it? Does it hold the whole thing up? I don't know. But
1: I was talking to a chap in the uh, the from the Blues, Paul Keller. I'm involved with Paul with the. You're managing the League. ladies, are you? Yeah, he's a Kerry man. Himself, no, I'm the selector. Paul's manager. myself, Paul Keller. Kieran Derny, Michael Leach, and the lady involved as well, Tina Gardner. But Paul was saying to me this morning that each club has to have a designated COVID officer.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and, you know, the likes of temperature has to be checked, and, you know, we're, we're, uh, it, it, our dressing room's off peak now, you know. Yeah.
0: And making sure lads fill out forms. I, say, I, I just said that, like, who's going to do that in the club? That's an awful lot to ask on someone.
1: Yeah, well, you're going to have to designate jobs. Jesus Christ, I think lads wouldn't give a shot if they had to get ready before they went to a game as long as they were going to get out and play.
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, like, for the COVID officer to, like, to do that and their the family, like, that... Huge, yeah.
1: absolutely huge, but you'll always have lads in clubs that are willing to do that. Yeah. You could have a fella, you'd say, you could have a fella yeah, in a yeah. club, take it down that field Monday to Sunday for the next three years and do them pitch, and they do it.
0: Yeah, they would, they would.
1: And that's just the GAA. I know that sounds like, you know off oh,
0: typical GA! But there are like that's why these clubs keep going. Yeah, yeah. That's that, why cl- That's why clubs are so successfully ran uh, on an amateur base. Volunteers. It's just pure community, like, and, that, and it showed there. I know I mentioned at the start of all this. I know when I was doing the podcast at the start, you're looking yeah. at you're looking at all the good that the clubs were doing for the local community like, and it just shows it, that they are at the heart of the community like even, even oh, without here, shadow. here in Cullinan, say it's the same in the Blues I think he did a family quiz as well was it something like that? Loans, yeah. loads of clubs did stuff all over the place Like, and it's even stuff that's unheard of like collecting for the neighbours and going to the yeah, shops and all that crack like, but even uh, that's one thing that I have
1: noticed even if from work and outside of work the, the pandemic has has made people a little bit nicer across the board
0: yeah yeah
1: you know you know a little bit un- a little bit less selfish thinking about others you know the likes of your neighbors, close friends, family members that might be susceptible to picking up the worst. Like, I even notice
0: now in work or even outside, when you're saying hello to someone, you more of a chance of getting a low back. I know, and even I go to the shop in the morning and get the paper and what have you. I, I, I could be home in a half, an hour, or half, an hour, like, from talking yeah. to people, meeting them on the street. And no one else has yeah. nothing else to do either, so they're happy enough to chat away. You're you, you, you getting
1: a, you get a little grunt. Mind you, I, I used to
0: get plenty of grunts and calling <laughs> <laughs> oh, cr- you across the street when they see you coming. Yeah, out.
1: that's that's it. But, um, That's yeah.
0: It. But, come here. Like, who's. Actually, no, one thing I meant to say, I meant to ask you ages ago. With the Blues, right? I know that there's a. This is my theory, another theory I have on the Blues, why they might be successful, right? Yeah. And it's probably similar to the Matanis as well, why where they, where they were, were successful there recently. Although you are a town team and known as a real towny team, um, he's, there's a little village kind of within that sort of area there in like well, what's the uh, name, what's the name it, of your estate I can't think of off the top of my head oh no where, where do you what's the name of your estate Glenmore, Glenmore Drive. Drive Glenmore Drive yeah in between that kind of triangle between there and, and Hans Street and then right out like to to not as far as Buley but yeah you know he's have dipped into
1: But it, like well.
0: in Glenmore Drive alone over the years you had Th-
1: Thomas Carr Paul Carr myself Simon Gerrard Carmich Reynolds Brian Kermode, oh, John Commode, Stephen Kermode played, and then a load of players on the raid as well, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just, but it's a village kind of within, and that's what kind of keeps it close. Like, it's not just the kind of, just yeah, the Yeah, I know, the Blues are very yeah. close in the community. You, yeah, you,
1: yeah. Definitely, you definitely compare it to the likes of the humanity's, and you know you know that they're close in the community when you're, you're playing the, the games in the middle of an estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? They, they'd be similar, you know, very close in the team, like, you know, but, uh, oh yeah, the, what the Blues have created down there is just phenomenal, like, you know, and that all uh, reflects on the success they've had in the pitch.
0: Uh, and Camille, who, who's going to come out of this well on the field, uh, out of the pandemic well, off the top of your head?
1: In terms of club football? Yeah. I know most of the Blues lads will be looking after themselves, like, a lot of lads are willing to train on their own, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, if you If you me off the top of my head, I would I, I would suspect the Blues are going to be very hard to stop from doing four in a row, and that's not taken away from the fact the likes of Man of the Boys, Clotter probably should have bet the Blues last, and Castle in, Castle Beningham. Yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, the last couple of years, just finding that knack of winning, just like the Pats had, just like Colin had. Getting over the line, whether we're playing shite and still winning. And if the Blues, you know, continues the pattern that they've had over the last few years, like, I think they'll they'll win another one. What about Laird? See the way I'm Day. I shouldn't even be saying Day. Still Blues, man. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. involved with the Blues, ladies, <laughs> you know. So. What about Laird as well? that would be really
0: good at the end of the year in October, won't it?
1: If yeah, I, like, like, like a full
0: year, a full, like, kind of, chant. well, it be. Good championship kind of intercounty structure, anyway, don't
1: no, no. oh, look, uh, uh, just like yourself, I would uh, nothing would make me happy to see Leit doing well. Like even the few games that they played well in this year, like they would have better team against Tipperary in in Drogheda. Drogheda. You know, they they probably should have bet Longford away. You know, but they're always just coming at the wrong end of the yeah of like, the result, like you know. Yeah, just at the moment. Uh, yeah. Look, I uh, I think. This has obviously brought in that newfound energy and whatnot, and people seem to be buying into the fact that you really, they're really starting from from scratch again, like you know. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Listen, because we haven't had we haven't had any real success on the rage. The last couple of years have been very poor from a senior level. Senior level. So, like, why not start again? Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah, you know? yeah and try maybe bet, like those blues young lads They probably need time as well like they're only in oh yeah of
1: course but you've nothing to the lose with level, you. yeah. you've nothing to lose with you, look at Leach look at the domination Leach had 6-7 years in a row from that period minor finals all the minor finals All-Ireland under 21 finals yeah and never won an All-Ireland no. but they had serious success on the age yeah, yeah and had and had a, and had good and had good a good senior team that was able to compete year in year out if they'll start the structure again with, with the with the plans they have in place, then you know things will get better. But they have to get better. Yeah. You know, let's call it state of state. Things haven't been good. Like and they haven't been good, it's been coming for a few years.
0: Yeah. We'll leave it at that. we we'll, uh, thanks a minute, Jim. I'll give you a buzz again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. No hassle at all, Daniel. Right. Mind yourself. Take care, bye bye. Talk to you. Hope you enjoyed that. That's something new and that's something that's gonna be added going forward. Just giving lads a ring around the county, getting their thoughts and things, just having a general chat. Uh I I know I felt felt good coming away from the chat with Jimmy. I always do anyway, but I, I just love chatting football with lads, and it's it's just great. It's just great to chat football, and that that went out. That was Jesus. Tons of tangents there, and it was it was clean. There was no um uh, nobody got in trouble. So that was great. I'd like to thank Jimmy. Thanks to him and all those frontline workers as well. i like to take the opportunity to thank all them for all their work they've done. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for all the feedback there during the week. Like I said, the survey is going to make Laird and Proud are going forward. Um, we have eight weeks of the championship. Thanks for all Very the feedback times. there during the week. And uh, yeah, that's it. So mind yourself and if you can, mind someone else as well in doing so. Uh, that's all see you again next Sunday night thank you thanks again for listening to the Loud and Proud podcast